Today we continue part three of a three-week series, Pray Always. Today we're going to be talking about praying for the church. The storms raged, and a tiny boat was tossed to and fro. The waves kept coming over the side, and the captain soon realized that his ship was sinking. So he called out to his crew and he said, Is anyone here? Pray. One of the sailors said, Aye, Captain, I pray. He says, Good. You pray. Everybody else get on the life vests. We're missing one. <laughs> now, on this annual meeting Sunday, rest assured, this ship, this church, is not sinking. There is no need for us to get on the life vests. But brothers and sisters in Christ, would you join me in praying? We need to pray. We need to pray as a church. We need to pray as a community. Not so much so we will survive but so that way we might be faithful, that we might follow in the footsteps, the life, the ministry of Jesus. There are many storms that rage around us these days. There are many challenges and trials, tribulations facing the church as we begin another calendar year, as we start and gather together for this annual meeting. No longer is the church in the center of our culture. No longer is the church in the center of our Sundays or families either. We face a challenge of division. Folks are more apt to shout and yell at each other than they are to listen. We face a turmoil, a struggle to be faithful, to be open to our neighbors at a time when fear, which is all too easy, has caused many to turn inward and to be suspicious of those who are different. We face a great many things, and the time to focus our ministry has come. In Nazareth, at the start of this morning's gospel, start of Jesus' public ministry, he goes to the synagogue, as was his custom. And the scroll of Isaiah is handed to him to read. Now this scroll was written a couple of hundred of years before Jesus' day, which had its own struggles and challenges. The time of Isaiah... It was a time of exile. It was a time when the people had lost everything. They were carted off to a foreign land. And there they struggled. They struggled to kind of understand where God was in their world. They struggled as a people to come together to allow for God to lead them in their life. Isaiah was a time when the people were broken and they needed, they longed for God's restoration. 
And Isaiah spoke to them about God's Spirit moving among them. A spirit that would help to heal, would help to put together, would restore them. A spirit that would remind them they were never alone, no matter what they faced. It's that message, it's that good news, that word of grace that is given to Jesus. And there, on that first day of his public ministry, he opens the scroll And he acknowledges that it is the Spirit of God that anoints him, that sends him, that gives him an identity and a purpose and a push to carry out a ministry that would heal the brokenhearted, that would include those who have been pushed to the sides and the margins, A ministry that would proclaim release to those who are held captive by a world that seems to be out of control. And then he rolled that scroll back up and he handed it back to the attendant. He sat down and then he rocked their boat. Because he said, today this scripture is fulfilled Today, right there in that synagogue in Nazareth, right there in the life of Jesus, the hopes for God's restoration come and touch down. And from that moment on, when Jesus is sharing God's love and care with those who are hurting, with those lives that are broken, as he's feeding the hungry masses, as he's healing the blind, as Jesus is reaching out with that spirit and touching lives, his ministry is empowered and it is focused. It is focused on God's dream for all people and of that time when wholeness and peace, when justice will be known by all. An important part of Jesus' ministry is prayer. Throughout the gospel, Jesus goes off and prays just at the time of something new in the story. Whether it's a miracle or whether it's a teaching, whenever Jesus is out praying. And prayer for Jesus is a connecting point. It is a reminder. It is a leaning into the relationship that he has with the Spirit and with God. For Jesus knows that apart from the Spirit, there is no good news. Apart from the Spirit, the ministry and mission of the gospel is missing something. Prayer reminds, it re-engages, and it trusts not in itself, but in God for comfort and strength and wisdom and courage. As we gather as a congregation for the 80th annual meeting, we're going to do a lot of praying. We'll pray as we come together. We'll pray before we make decisions. But I hope that the prayer that we do today is not the only prayer that is given for the life and the health and the future of the church this week. For each of us are invited to pray each day 
to lean into the relationship that God has with this place, with this church. A relationship founded in love. A relationship that is connected in waters of baptism. A relationship that brings into real time, today time, that dream that God has for all. When all people will come together. When the brokenness that separates us. When the divisions will be gone. And the tears and the mourning and the crying will be gone. Let us pray for this church. For this community. For our part in it. That God might direct us. That God might lead us and give us the strength to be the hands and the feet, the heart and the imagination of Jesus in this time. Let us not be distracted by being a club where like people can get together and feel good. Let us not be distracted by trying to take care of ourselves or trying to pay bills or trying to survive. Let us find in God our hope and a strength that lets us live out this ministry and this gospel, this good news. Let us together move beyond ourselves into the neighborhood, making sure that everyone is welcomed and that the love of God is not something reserved just for us for one hour each week. But that the love of God is part of each breath we take as we relate to others. Let God's love guide our lives as individuals and as a community. Hey God, strengthen us. And may you pray with me for the life of the church. Amen.